to a brand new episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm so excited to be here with you today and also to have today's conversation. Today, we're going to talk about a variety of things, but we're we're going to be focusing on, in some ways on how storytelling opens minds and softens hearts. And I'm excited to share with you today's guest. But before we move further along, let's take a moment to shake off yesterday. You can move your body. You can take some deep cleansing breaths. <sighs> take a moment to allow yourself to ground your energy further, release whatever thoughts that have been weighing, circulating around in your mind space that are not serving you, whatever it might be, so that you can bring you and your energy back into the present moment, because this is where you have your greatest power. If you didn't already, take one more deep breath with me. That always feels so good, doesn't it? It does to me. Okay, so let's share a quote that uh, I think is relevant for today's conversation. I think anyway, a really strong woman accepts the war she went through and is an ennobled by her scars. I, I really like this quote because it's referencing a strong woman, but I also want to acknowledge that we also get to pick and choose our wars. So uh, that may be part of today's conversation at some point down the line. But for you out there, are you a strong woman? Do you know a strong woman? Are you going through some challenging times? Just know that everything is always in service to our our greater expansion of who we are in the world. And, and that's a choice we make, but anything and everything you go through gets to be a stepping stone to support you in moving forward. I hope you know that. And so wherever you are on your journey of moving forward, just know every day is a new day. And those challenging rough times, they get to be temporary. They get to be temporary. You keep moving forward. You keep doing that work. You're going to you are going to experience more of that new day. So I'm going to quit rambling now. And I want to share with you more about today's guest and then bring her up on screen. So today's guest is Alexia Jasmine. Alexia is a queer trans actor, musician, comedian, poet, who believes in the power of stories to open the hardest minds and soften the hardest hearts. You can hear her voice as Valeria in the English dub of Veneno on Max, formerly known as HBO Max, or you may have seen her perform her self-written role of Don Langley Simmons in both renditions of Tales of the Transcestors. She's worked in several theaters in Chicago and today can be found working in Los Angeles on her queer Western passion project, performing stand-up or performing her music or poems. Whichever medium she chooses, Alexia hopes her work as a storyteller brings joy and healing to those that it resonates with wherever they may be in their journey. And so with that, I'm going to bring Alexia up on screen. Hello, Alexia. Hello, Kim. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. I, You know what? Before we move into talking more about storytelling, I want to get your thoughts on this quote. This quote that I shared by Carly Simon, a really strong woman accepts the war she went through and is ennobled by her scars. What, what came up for you when you heard that? Uh, although that quote does resonate, that's also uh, when you're out of the terrible rough life situations and you've been gentle with yourself and allowed yourself to heal feel and deal and integrate that. Um, I've personally had some incredibly rough life situations for years and especially the summer. So I'm in a place of feeling safe in my space. And it's like, wow, this is a game changer. Look at energy. But then on the other hand, it's like, yay, safe energy. Oh, now I have to process the other parts. So it, it definitely does resonate that our suffering brings us closer to who we are. Yes. Deep down. And it's part of human school. It's part of the curriculum. Um, and although there is suffering, a lot of it is uh, add-ons, if you will. We, we keep adding on all the bells and whistles. Like when you buy a car, it's like, yeah, let's add on 
this kind of suffering. Let's add on this kind of suffering. Oh, wait, what if I tell myself I'm not great? And then your body doesn't know what time is. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like that one time. And your brain's like, yeah, when you were six, and your body's like, what is six? I just know that I'm still upset because someone took my fig. <laughs> it's like, okay. So I love this. Like it's a toy, but you, you know, like it's, it's a great quote because as time goes on and like, we have to embrace where we've come from and how it's made us who we are and how we can open up to the new path before us, which is life. Yeah. Well, so thank you for answering that because I, you brought up so many things that kind of want to move in different directions. Uh, I'll just say a few keywords. You mentioned about feeling safe in your energy, your space. You mentioned um, adding on to the story. And um, I kind of wanted to like go in one of those directions. Um, I think I want to, I think I want to start with adding on. I freaking love that. Um, did, um, adding on to one's story and the suffering. Would you, what, what else comes to mind when you think about just that component? Well, uh, I mean, we're going through unprecedented um, anxiety. Uh, whether you have anxiety diagnosed or not, you're going through uh, climate anxiety. There's an, I, I can't remember the word. It's really fancy and interesting and doesn't sound like it, but there's an actual word now for the climate chaos and anxiety we're going through. Okay. Uh, which is just like, that's just there. That's at the, the base level. It's always in the background humming and you kind of filter it out and forget it's there. But, um, worry is something that is an addition because worrying never helps. Right. Uh, and I am a platinum star worrier. Uh, so every time I end up doing the thing, I have to be very gentle with myself uh, to be like, look, Alexia, like I have to sit down like my inner child and be like, mm -hmm. hey, what's up? see how we were, you don't worry. You worry so great. You go gold star. You you're so good. But do you see how like what you worried about never happened or what you worried about then made the thing you worried about happen where it would not have happened. So I love you and I'm here for you, but stop <laughs> here. Okay. Have a, have a candy have a candy instead or, or, or a hug or, or something, you know, like it's that shadow work that we, if we embrace the shadow side of ourselves, then it reduces that suffering and that worry. Well, and what you just described, that whole going inward, doing the shadow work, right? Talking to yourself, being able to reframe the situation and, and look at it from different angles and that kind of thing to shift how you're feeling about it. That to me takes a warrior to a warrior, not to be cheesy, but I'm, I'm okay with cheesy. <laughs> it, it, and so what you just described, I, I actually also just did yesterday with myself. So I'll sh share. Um, I had a scenario yesterday where I was getting like ultra annoyed and frustrated with another person. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was really taking up space in my head yesterday. And I, and on the flip side, I was so proud of myself because I'm like, okay, we're not going to let this take us, take us away from everything else we have to get done. We're still going to do what we have to do. But eventually I was like, okay, Kim, you've got to do a little more work here because it, you know, this was clearly a trigger for this to be this bothersome. And so I had to say to myself, Kim, yeah. what is the unmet need that you have going on right now that, you know, that this brought up for you? And um, in the moment for the particular situation, it was it was a not being acknowledged or appreciated. And so just like what you were saying, I had to talk to myself and say, Kim, Kim, you did such a great job <laughs> and I'm so proud of you. And, you know, all those things, it it makes a difference. It makes a difference in, 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 and uh, let's get into storytelling. It makes a difference in the stories that we're telling ourselves in our head about the situation that's taking place. So 
why do you love stories so much? Uh, that's a great question. Why do humans love stories so much? I think the answer is uh, because we're not logical creatures. We're emotional storytelling creatures. Ooh, nice perspective. Kim and Alexia that. are just stories. Uh, there's a fabulous person who's part of Ram Dass and Friends named Krishna Das. He does the singing and chanting. Okay. He has a little phrase that he says, uh, in the morning, the movie of me begins where we're the writer, director, and the star. And our practices are about moving from the story of me to the story of we. But I like to add, for these times, the story of Moe, because you <laughs> okay. still need a spacesuit to survive in space. Even if you're like the thing in the spacesuit, you still need the spacesuit and to interact with the other spacesuits. Otherwise, it gets messy. Like it. So, so stories help connect us. Well, our our minds do. Uh, as so many different spiritual teachers I listen to talk about that the mind is really good at creating the chasm between this and this. Mm -hmm. That's the heart for anyone who couldn't see because my hair was in the way of that. <laughs> this to this. And it creates this massive chasm. And stories help us connect this to this and cross that chasm to come back and learn and resonate with our own humanity and learn lessons about ourselves, forgive things that we never thought we could forgive about ourselves. Whenever we see an unforgivable person go through a redemption arc to see people struggling to avoid, avoid, and then finally they accept it. And maybe that'll be inspiring enough for you to add to your own story that, you know, uh, Maybe it'll help you to be like, okay, I'm just going to add to my story that I'm an anime character and that no matter what, I'll never be like stronger than the situation, but I will always have that perseverance and the power of friendship to pull through. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been watching a lot of anime since the pandemic and I've <laughs> okay. been uh, like, huh? Yeah, that's cheesy. The power of friendship. And then in real life, like whenever the power of friendship actually helps is like friends, like help us regulate ourselves. They help yeah. us like take care of each other and it helps us heal so much faster than doing it on ourselves. I was kind of catching myself being like, say that last part again. Oh, say that last part again. Yeah. The power okay. of friendship, like while hugging someone, like <laughs> it's inside my head, but, and my heart, but it's like, it helps. Oh, oh, I know it's cheesy and we make fun of it, but it's it, it's because we're not connected. And so stories can soften your 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 routine stories, those hardened, mm -hmm. calcified narratives. This will never change. This can never change. Uh, not to be too political, but before the I call it the darkest timeline. Mm -hmm. uh, our female candidate for president at the time was like, the world will never change. So you have to vote for me. <laughs> world is always it changed. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it changes a lot. So that's, yeah. that's a harmful narrative that it seems is being um, uncalcified and opened up. So people are like, I'm an actor and uh, the writers fortunately have gotten a great deal by coming together as actors, like we're hoping for that too. And we're inspiring a lot of other people to be like, no, we deserve better. We deserve a fair share. We're the ones making you all the money. Like you're doing nothing. <laughs> so that's also the power of story right there to soften the hardest of hearts. Because even those at the top, eventually you hurt their, their profits enough. And then they're, it's amazing how quick their hearts soften. Well, and, and I, okay. And that's one, and that's one angle, right? That's one angle. It's like doing something yeah. to elicit a reaction out of someone else. But I see it as like, you know, it's even more than that. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah. there's the whole uprising of everyone saying, um, 
I choose to stand up for what I deserve, for who I mm-hmm. am. And this, this is where I stand. I'm no longer, you know, caving in. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer people pleasing. And to me, when I say all that, to me, there's always a line, right? Because it's not about like never being able to compromise or never being able to listen and understand totally. another perspective. Like that's the, the, the whole purpose of people standing up for themselves is so that, well, I'm going to use your words is, is there's this whole, you know, intertwining of energies so that, like you said, people can have their minds softened, hearts softened, but it's this combination. Cause I feel like, I feel like some people can get locked into, I'm taking such a strong stand for myself. I'm not going to soften anything. Right. Like, it's like, no. And then they contract with fear instead of open with expansiveness. Exactly. So it's, it's this, and to me, it's all a learning process. It's a growing process of how do I allow myself to be and expand and stand firm in who I am. And at the same time, learn to be fluid and bend like a tree and, and, you know, where necessary and be flexible with the world. And, and right. And so, oh, so I, okay. So here's what I want. Okay. I don't want to cut you off. Were you going to say something? Oh, oh yeah. And I was going to say like, uh, the, the actors, the writer strikes, the uh, auto worker strikes, the uh, apparently uh, I, I'm an underpaid lift therapist as my survival job. And there was this fabulous like bodhisattva of a man who's just an he's in uh, he says he's a glorified handyman because he's an engineer for high rise buildings. Apparently they have a union. They went on strike, but he was on vacation and he came back and they got way more than they asked for. And he was like, oh, look at that. So UPS got to deal with that going on strike. The auto like people are coming together because when we come together and have each other, that not only changes, it's not only for material means, right? It's also for that nourishment of, oh, we have each other's backs. Because yep. we're social connected creatures and the, the, the pandemic, the isolation, like that's one of the biggest things in this country is the deep, deep isolation. And that is healing and these strikes and unionizing and uh, people uh, healing. These are all symptoms of people healing and changing the narrative. That's a great way to put it. Symptoms of people healing. Yeah. I, so, okay. So you're an artist. You are this, I love this combination. You do it all. So actor, comedian, uh, musician, poet. I love that you do it all. A voiceover artist. And so here we are talking about stories and, um, you know, I can hear any, Anyone listening to us today saying, okay, well, yeah, stories make sense because she's an artist and she tells stories and, you know, she, she acts and does all that kind of thing, but let's, let's, and we've been talking very deeply already. So this, this conversation has always been already been very um, relatable to the human individual beyond media, but I want to talk about, you know, I can hear that person out there saying, um, okay, well, they're talking about, you know, shifting the stories that we tell, but no, I'm dealing with facts, right? Facts. This is what happened. You know, this person did this, that person did that. That's the story, right? What do you say to that person in being able to help them see the way they're experiencing that situation and hearing it in their head as a story that can still be transformed? I know that's a big question. I say be gentle with yourself. You're doing good. You are right. You were hurt. You uh, were wronged. You have had unfair life situations uh, that are, of course, life isn't fair, but we're in a current system itself that exacerbates it beyond measure you're not alone in feeling that way you're not alone in your own story there are millions of others going through the same thing at least we can say that confidently with eight and a half billion people on the planet Very true. but you 
breathing, taking step by step. If you need to take care of yourself, if you need to be angry, let yourself be angry. Yes. Scream into pillows, do uh, go hiking or stomp hiking, like be like, ah, saying all the kinds of words that I would say jokingly, but not right now. Ah, yeah, this person and really filtering my brain so nothing's coming out right now. Uh, it's the comedian in me. I apologize. All the expletives. <laughs> like nope 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 no oh that's a new one um but oh find things that bring you joy spend time with people who restore you and don't drain you and that it, healing is a landscape it's not a destination it's not uh a to b it's not you heal and you're done it's literally your life it is that journey. And it's so hard to keep that in mind when we're in a deadline, extractive, everything you do has to make money kind of system. And as an artist, the thing I try to focus on the most is to cultivate and strengthen my joy for my craft. Because anytime you monetize anything, it just sucks the joy right out of it. It's really well, rough. <laughs> well, so what I what I hear is is you're emphasizing the aspect of really being present with what a person is experiencing and feeling, and I absolutely agree with that. And then you're talking about yeah. moving into joy, and and the moving into joy piece is is where we get to start to reclaim our power and 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 it is it's baby steps. It's like you know if if you want to talk about from A to B, it's like. A.1 to A.2 to A.3 to A.4, you know, until mm. eventually you get to B. Um, it's, it's baby steps and it's all a process. And, um, and so. And just like a baby, sometimes they, they might be small, but sometimes they're like debt, debt. And sometimes they're like, because sometimes babies move. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And so, and sometimes they do duh, duh, and then plop. They fall back down. <laughs> yeah. And then, but right. they, what, what, what do the babies usually do? Get right back up. <laughs> they laugh. Yes. They do. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, so that sucked. And then they get back up. <laughs> well, okay. I, what, so the other aspect to, you know, why I love that we're talking about storytelling today is because there's power in, in storytelling. And I know one of the things that, um, I've heard you mention or seen you mention is about, and I'm trying to look at my notes really quick here. Uh, and it, I'm just going to have to take a moment and look, where is it? Yeah. So you talk about the po positive side no. to <laughs> the positive side to myths and how myths can help us collectively move forward. Do you, yeah. do you remember saying something about that? Of course, of course. Uh, I was literally racking my brain because as an underpaid lift therapist, I'll usually have one headpiece in and listen to many podcasts. And I have like my go-to people with Ram Dass and friends or Duncan Trussell or on being or Dungeons and Dragons. Like that's the inner child storytelling there. Cause I can't always be taking in like spiritual messages or whatever, but on one of these, um, platforms, there was a gentleman who is a professional uh, myth and storyteller. Okay. And he met, um, I think he's passed very recently. Like they recorded okay. the episode and then he passed shortly after. Oh, okay. I believe this is how, you know, like I can't, I remember the power of his stories, but I, I'm, having trouble with names. So I apologize if anyone can figure that out. That's amazing. But uh, he'd met Joseph Campbell, who was like, why are you using drums? And he's like, well, I intuitively figured this out. And that's how a lot of oral traditions have been done with rhythm, rhythms and music, because it helps activate different parts of the brain and go deeper and connect that mind body connection. And 
he was talking about how throughout human history, myths are an incredibly powerful story that is not true yet deeper and more true than the truth itself. Mm. That throughout era shifts, human history will have a tapestry, big, beautiful tapestry. And then it's in tatters. When it's in tatters, we're in this liminal unknown space of fear and contraction. Those with power and resources of the old system, uh, this is whenever fascism and authoritarianism and all of these other rough isms come out of the woodwork extra hard and try to be very opportunistic and extractive. And that's, you know, the dark side of an era shift. We're definitely going through that. We're going through a massive one of those. But here's the silver lining, which might actually be like a gold lining. Those who actually willingly go deeper into their suffering, into the mire, into the muck of their shadow, will find the best diamonds. That's where they are. And when you do that work, you come back up more resilient, you're feeling better, and that diamond becomes a thread. And you're like, ooh, this is my true thread. Well, I guess what? Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, oh, you have a true thread. Ooh, that's pretty together. Yeah, that's cool. And then people just keep doing that. Like, ooh, let's add that. Let's add that. Let's add that. And normally you only need 10, 20% of humanity to weave that new tapestry forward. And then everyone else goes like uh, from Toy Story, the little alien guy's like, oh, and then like waddle towards the new tapestry. And that's the new story we have social contract story to move forward. <laughs> Again, emotional storytelling creatures. The great news right now is it seems at least 40 to 50% of humanity is doing the work, unlike the normal 10 to 20%. And nice. so that means we are building an amazing tapestry. And I always try to remind people that if they watch any kind of mainstream news, anything like that, uh, even within your own uh, doom scrolling, if you see positive things come up, that means that there's an overwhelming amount of kindness winning over the negative and the awfulness because it's coming through all and cutting through all that noise. It's always there. It's just hard to remember it's there because the lower, heavier energies are there to try and cover up the higher energies, if you will. Well, and I think the beautiful silver lining of all this is that, as we already mentioned at the beginning of the show, that things are always changing. So mm. this is where the individual comes into play. Because it's not like one day all of a sudden, you know, a spotlight was on. Well, okay, here's the 10 to 20 that are changing. And now all of a sudden, you know, now, now, now you, well... My gosh, I could see, th I see things in so many different ways. What I want to say is for the individual out there thinking, um, well, when are the rest going to come into play or it's never going to get better? It's one person at a time. Like you were talking about going into the depths, yeah. you know, of the inner darkness and each one matters and counts. And when you realize that so many people have been doing that to the point of where, like you just said, it's now about 40%, um, that's where the shift comes through. And what's beautiful is that, they're becoming I don't more have any people. data. That's just my driving lift and being like, huh, I've had 4,800 random sample size of people throughout the world in America. And this is a generally, this is the conversation that kind of happens all the time. So I'm like, huh, I think that's a really good sign. Thank you for acknowledging that that's not an actual like statistic, you know, research statistic. I just needed to throw that out. I'm like, look, y'all, there's not an actual statistic. There's no survey about this. <laughs> But I think you're right. Like we, I think we all know that it's increased. It's, it's more yeah. and it's more prevalent. It's more acceptable. It's more understood. The, the, the need for more assistance and guidance is better understood. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful to see that myself. And, um, and you're not alone. And so for being, you know, you talked about being that one thread and eventually you find that other thread. We're in a time right now where I see it as, 
each individual is still always going to have their own personal individual journey, which can feel very isolating and like a dark night of the soul. But the more people that are doing that, I feel that the time of connecting with others who are similar or can relate or can understand or, you know, can see you as who you are, it's happening faster and faster because more people are doing that work and going to resonate and be able to see each other. That's, that's what I see. And I, I love that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, instead of on the normal plate or going extra slow, you're on like times 32 speed. Whenever yeah. you get in the higher frequencies and that can be very scary if you're not having a, a grounding practice, if you're not, uh, securing your nervous system, you're healing from trauma or complex PTSD, uh, mm -hmm. which is a journey I have continually been on for a long time. Mm. It's, it's very difficult because there are many times when in order to recharge, you have to disconnect. And then those old things that have been put to bed and you've been friends with all of a sudden out of nowhere will come out with these heavy, nasty stories of just trying to sow doubt. And whenever you there, because yes, you have to allow yourself to recover and be gentle, but then there's also that other of like, Oh, now I'm avoiding. Now I'm procrastinating. Now I'm speaking from recent glorious failure uh, myself <laughs> this week, but it's, it's, it's always fine tuning that balance of like listening to your mind, body and spirit and yes, uh, asking, is this serving me? Yes. Is this for, uh, as, um, Oh, Oh no, I can't. She, uh, a course in miracles. Um, Marianne Williamson. No, 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 that, that, no. Okay. Okay. She, not, I know. I don't know the name. Annie, Annie Lamont adjacent okay. Bryn. Anyway, she is Christian mystic. Uh, okay. Oh my goodness. I can't remember her name. I love her so much too. That ADHD, everyone. Uh, when you need to remember the name, you won't, you'll remember every single emotional fact and connect it to everything in the world, but you'll forget the person's name, even if it's your loved one. Um, it's, it's interesting brain I have, but, um, that's okay. She, she always asks, is this true? Mm. Oh, are you, uh, you're talking, I have her right here. Um, uh, Byron then, Katie, Byron Katie. Yes. Byron the Katie, right everyone. Yeah. Check her out. Uh, powerful stuff. Yes. It, so this, this to me here. Okay. So I think I started to say this earlier and went in a different direction, but this is also why storytelling and recognizing that mm -hmm. the things that go on in our heads, I, I personally believe that when we start to realize that everything can be framed as a story, that's like the first little stepping stone to stepping into our power and going, wait a second then I could potentially tell a different story. What is another way to look at this? What's another angle to come at this from? How can I, you know, I'm going to say, you know, I, I referenced Alexia earlier as, well, she's an artist. And so she tells stories, but we all have an inner artist. So if we were to tap into our inner artist and say, wait a second, yeah, what if I were to um, look at this situation from a different angle? What if I'll use myself as an example? What if I were to look at the person that, that I, I personally, you know, my initial story was, this person is so rude. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I have to deal with this person. And then I start, as I started to do that inner work and say, Kim, let's, you know, let's go tap into being our own best friend. Let's, let's meet my own unmet need and appreciate myself right now. Um, you, you know, started to give myself that love and the, the comforting that I was basically needing. I can start to realize this other person. And again, there are many stories we could tell, but this particular one, when you find the story that serves you, this is why storytelling can be so powerful, is the story I could start to tap into as she was a catalyst. She was absolutely a catalyst for me recognizing that this was an area of my life that when it happens, because it wasn't the first time I had a situation like this where I was like, oh, right? like those are triggers the things that really intensely make us feel something that we don't want to feel makes us feel not so good 
It's a trigger. That person was a catalyst for me to go, Kim, that's right. We don't have to give our power over to someone else so that we are now left feeling this horrible way all day. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not going to give that so much importance. And so the story shifts and okay, she, you know, she was a catalyst for me to remember. I have the power to shift it. And I did, and I felt so much better and it was amazing. And that's, that's what I want to, I want to share with people about storytelling is you're powerful yeah. and you get to create those stories that serve you and your higher good, um, you know, in various ways. So. Yeah, exactly. There's Alexia. Powerful it, stuff. Powerful stuff. Yes. Okay. So Alexia, are you, so I want to highlight, um, you're a trans queer musician, artist, actor, all of this. And yes. I know that, that that's been a journey for you. You know, I love that you are, that you announce that, that you share that, that you are a beacon of light for others. Um, what would, would you want to say to any other people who are realizing this is part of their journey and they're struggling through the, the challenges of being more of who they are in the world? Um, well, what's important for, especially people who may be trans or awakening to, uh, not being part of the binary or, uh, other heteronormative norms or acknowledging those parts of themselves they may have, um, made quiet or have felt invisible because I have a lot of friends who are bisexual and are married to men, but that does not stop them from being bisexual. Right. And now they're in open relationship and they're happily married in an open marriage. And like, my friend is like happy having like a little girlfriend and the husband's happy for her and supports her. Like it's good. Like we're in a, a different place, but something that I wish I could have known was that speaking specifically for trans, because it's so in the zeitgeist against trans women specifically, because they say they don't want trans, they don't, they say they don't want men in the women's bathroom. And then right. trans men show up who are very, a lot of them, very ripped, muscular, and have a full beard. And then show up in the women's bathroom. It's like, what's going on? It's like, well, this is what you asked for. And all the legislation is against trans women because it's a betrayal to the patriarchy. It's a betrayal to the system that is the power that is the best. But it's that um, there's just as many ways to be trans as there are to be human. Oh, I love Gender that. is who you are sexuality is who you love so it makes it much more difficult to have a, a solid here's our community message whenever it's about gender because that's like saying all men must conform to this one little box and that's the message for every man everywhere or every woman everywhere and it or every non-binary person. It doesn't work because we are complex. We are nuanced and we like simplicity because it's safer. It helps our brains. That's how we've evolved to categorize, but it's okay to go at whatever pace that is. If that means uh, just asking someone to call you a different pronoun, who's a close friend and that's it. If it's going by a different name, if it's uh, expressing yourself through different artistic means, like getting into drag, because drag is a performative aspect of gender, which is very storytelling these days. And anyone can do any gender. It doesn't matter. Uh, and they're vibrant communities. It's about trying to find where you can connect with people and just because you aren't going to connect with the 
the mainstay of extroverts who are yeah out here i'm a combo extrovert introvert but i recharge introvertedly mm -hmm. so i like like there's so many queers who are introverted there's so many people who are introverted and so many of us who realized how much more introverted we are since the pandemic because it was like oh oh i don't have the fomo of social events going on right now that's amazing the same oh, is wow. for your own journey don't compare yourself to anyone else compare yourself to you where you were six months ago a year ago that's the only time that comparing is healthy and uh you're gonna fail gloriously on that by the way just like i do everyone does it's humid but it's it's nice to be gentle and remind yourself of that I love all of that. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I especially love what you said um, a little bit ago about there is many different ways to be trans as there are to be, you know, I don't know, straight or whatever, right? There are so many different ways to be human. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, so, just as many ways to be trans as there are to be human. That, I botched the quote. Yes. Thank you for correcting no that. No worries. Sure. No worries. I, what I want to highlight about that is. It, <clears throat> what I see is that there's a whole plethora of new stories that have not yet been told. And mm. the people who, anybody, anybody in the world who, whether it be your trans or, you know, anything to do with your sexuality or anything, I'm even going to, I'm going to throw in career. That's been a thing for me. Anybody out there in the mm. world who's feeling like you're the, the lone wolf in your sphere, you get to tell that new story. You get to be the one to tell the new story that someone else then goes, oh, good, I'm not alone. And, mm. and that's, that's what I heard coming through as you were, you were talking is there's a whole bunch of new stories that have not yet been told. And I know, I know you've already been telling those stories through the, the acting and theater that you're yeah. doing. And I, I do want to highlight, there was one video on. Um, I also play like, uh, only like 40% of the roles I've done have been trans. But okay. in theater, I've mostly played cisgendered, not trans, which is the Greek word, by the way, from ancient Greece, which means mind, body, and spirit aligned. So that's where that comes from, being cisgendered. Trans does? So Yeah, oh. trans is like mind, body, and spirit not aligned. And cis is mind, body, and spirit aligned. That's where cisgendered, C-I-S, comes from. Wow. That's so it's just like describing how you are in yourself. Um, but I'm hoping as I break more and more into TV and film that I can also play um, just gendered roles, just like I have for theater or voiceover, because uh, there's so many ways to express being trans and we're actors, we're storytellers, and it's it's powerful things like the, the queer Western playing a cis woman. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting um, that that is in the TV and film very very new frontier, where in theater that's been happening since like 2015. So it's it's very interesting coming into a new one and being treated like you're new, even though you've been a professional actor for almost nine years and you're like starting over. And then they're like, "Wow, you're really good," and it's like. I've been doing it for a while. That's that's why they say uh, an overnight success takes 10 to 20 years because people have been working. They've been doing yes. things, but it's just whenever it gets in the zeitgeist or if it does. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely believe there is no such thing as an overnight success. That's just, oh, those <laughs> people now seeing something for the first time, that's been being grown and improved on and all that stuff for, like you said, decades. So. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Re oh, I was just signing with you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, well, okay. I want to highlight another quote that um that I saw actually from your website, and yeah. I really loved it. You shared this quote on your website: "Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage," and that's by Anais Nin life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. And what does this mean for you? Uh, a gentle reminder that I'd forgotten about this quote. <laughs> <laughs> many, 
And just like reflecting on all the times I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I've forgotten this a lot uh, whenever I'm shrinking and contracting, right? Um, but it's it's on the exact same thing we were talking about where uh, whenever you're in a higher vibration, joy, love, peace, connection, serving others, connecting to others, your life expands. And that takes courage to be open. Um, there's a fabulous person, Roshi Joan Halifax, who has a fabulous mantra. I love using strong back, soft front, strong back, soft front. And Brene Brown was like, and wild heart, add that in. So I do that sometimes. I'm like strong back, soft front, wild heart. And I love that quote too. I got yeah. that from Renee Brown's book, which yeah, braving the wilderness. That's what it is. Yeah, she got it from uh, Roshi John Halifax, also yes. Ram Dass and Friends. Which, yeah. for my own things, like I love this talk from the '90s that then happened in the 2000s. Uh, this was pre-stroke Ram Dass, and he was like, people always ask me, Ram Dass, if it's the age of Aquarius or the apocalypse or both what do we do? And he's like, well, all I can do is calm my mind and open my heart. Oh. And then I've added, feel my feet and surf the waves. And don't forget to breathe through your butthole. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> just, just because most people don't know what a pelvic floor is. And then that gives a shocking image. And then people breathe into their hips and they're like, Oh, okay. It's, it's breathing into your hips. <laughs> remember to breathe properly into your hips. I just like using comedy. <laughs> it, it's very entertaining. That was, that was caught me off guard for sure. Um, I love that. That is a beautiful way to end yeah. with <sighs> grounding your energy, uh, opening your, your heart and breathing. Um, do you have any final thoughts? You, I, I want to make sure everyone knows where to go to connect with you. Um, but before I share with them that where do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with everybody? Yeah, uh, work on your part of the web in your area every day with everyone you interact with, showing up with kindness when you can and expansiveness. And when you can't, uh, boundaries to protect yourself and others uh, so you don't add to harm. Mm -hmm. And Kindness right now creates tidal waves, mm. not ripples. That's a good one. Okay, so to connect with Alexia, you can find her on Instagram at Alexia underscore Jasmine. And I'll go ahead and spell that for our audio listeners. It is at A-L-E-X-I-A -A underscore J-A-S, M as in Mary, E, N as in Nancy, E, Alexia underscore Jasmine. And of course you can find links to her website and other uh, places that she's at from there as well. Alexia, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely connecting with you. I agree. I had fun. I, I love the flow of today's conversation and um, just appreciate you for sharing your voice and being the light that you are. And I, I do want to just encourage people. I, I, so I went to Alexia's website and I was like getting all caught up into her videos and her demos and things like that. And she's got some fun things on there. So I definitely say, check that out. And of course you can do that by first going to her Instagram and then finding her other links. But um, I'm wishing you all the best with success with your voiceover work, your acting, everything that you're doing. And I am sure we'll be in touch. So thank you for being here, Alexia. Thank you for I am you. absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and drop you back down into the lobby and then I'll see you back in just a moment. And I'm so sorry. We went so long today. So, um, okay. I will. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. So I'll, I'll see you again very, very soon. Okay. Oh my goodness. What are you taking away from today's conversation? whether it be about storytelling, whether it be about you owning who you are, standing in your power, whether it be about um, you finding that inner strength. And, and of course, not only going inward and doing that shadow work within, but then allowing yourself to emerge more fully as 
the more authentic version of who you are, connecting with others who are so excited to see you and your light in the world. What a breath of fresh air it is to see more and more and more and more and more people being who they authentically are, shining their light. And just know that if you're in that space of going inward, feeling isolated and alone, that is temporary. So your work at that time is to do that inner work and to shift those stories and realize what is this teaching me and what am I learning and who am I and what's the story I want to tell and all of that, right? How do you want to move forward? And then before you know it, you're going to see that you're no longer in that deep, dark space and you are not alone. There are so many people who are ready to be with you, to shine with you, to love you, to celebrate you, support you. You are not destined to do life alone if that's not what you want. So, okay, take that with you. Remember, every day is always a new day. Wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. You're amazing and beautiful. And I hope you'll take time to nurture yourself for whatever unmet needs might be going on within you. It, you are so powerful. You absolutely can shift whatever's going on internally. Have an amazing day. I'll see you all again very, very soon.